Okay, and we're back in five, four. Wait, you're telling me there's more? <sighs> Good afternoon and welcome to episode 21. Hi, Scott. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's going to be busy this week. Yeah, yeah. Last week we were delivering September. This week we are finishing up uh, just a few last-minute deliveries, and then we're going to be starting the interviews for October. Yeah, we already did the food shoots, so those are out of the way. But uh, Yeah, it's going to be... A long, what, week and a half we got to get this done? Uh, yeah, I think we upload on the 28th, tentatively. I don't know. I just know it's going to be out early October. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're going to be talking about, so last week we talked about um, three years of great stories. This week we're going to talk about... Um, Kind of like audience reactions to different things we've posted on social media, um, the stories, the issues, um, just different things like that. Okay. So you start. Okay. Um, so I guess we, sorry, I'm trying to think. Um, so content reaction wise, the best stories in the magazine, um, Generally, when we go to festivals and stuff, people will talk to us about previous issues and, you know, some of their favorite things that they've seen inside the magazine in the past year um, and stuff like that. Or if we're out and about, people will in people will tell us how much they enjoyed um, something. So um, I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> <laughs> so... You get to see what the like the engagement on social media since you were the social media person. Like I can I can go and look and see how many likes and stuff we have, but you can see the actual like engagement that's yeah. happening. So what like like what are the, what are, what are our like best engaged things? What So on social media, the best engaged things um things that people like a lot are the things that are in their community. So we get a big reaction from uh, each of the, each time we do a wedding issue. And then sometimes the restaurants are the special sections we have. Yeah. And I know people always seem to do really well on so mm -hmm. Like anytime we cover an individual story, like I still think that our best received article or anything that we've done has been about, uh, Mr. Andy in our veterans issue, the first one we did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, I just, I mean, I know the article in the magazine did really well. Any posts we've done about him have done well. Um, and same like we with Mr. Taylor. Uh, he he was very well received. Article just just I know individuals we cover do seem to do better than places we cover. Like they still do well, but. People like yeah, the, people like people. Yeah, people like people. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I think each of our veterans issues we've done 2017, 2018, 2019. We're coming up on 2020's veteran issue, mm -hmm. and they've all done really well. I mean, um, I think the first veterans issue I was here for 
was the twenty November twenty eighteen. Okay. And we had the who did we have? We had the World War II prisoner of war, Mr. Mr. Taylor. Oh, is that Mr. Taylor? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Andy was the first one. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, that, that got a really good reaction. Your photos were fantastic in that Well, spot. I didn't do the photo. Nathan was doing photos. Oh. I did a little mini documentary. The video, so, yeah, right, go right, to, right. Go to cypressmag.com slash, I think it's videos or blogs. Either way, you'll find it. Um, we did a little documentary with Mr. Taylor. I filmed the interview and added maps and graphics and photos that he was referencing throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And I think that's probably been my favorite video project I've done uh, working here. I'd love to do more of those if we can find time to do them. Um, it took you a long time. It did. It took, it took a long time. Uh, I think now having a couple years extra video experience, that's like, so that's like my first big project besides a house that I filmed. So I had to worry about mics and lights and everything, but, uh, it did really well and I want to do more of those, but it's just, it's just a great story. He talks about where he left from, where he flew to, uh, where he got captured, the people he was captured with. And just the whole time he was talking, he kept looking at the camera and winking. And he was just, <laughs> he was a smooth talker. You could tell back in the day, I mean, still now, he was a ladies' man. Uh, I say now because his wife, I think, was like 25 years younger than him. So, Oh, my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Go, Mr. Taylor. He, um, he actually passed away in... 2019, right? I was yeah, I was on vacation in England uh, mm-hmm. with my wife when you texted me. I yeah. was I was real sad to hear that, but uh, yeah. So I think people people do the best. I think um, our veterans issue is actually um, spawned off another series that we've um, been doing on and off called our Heroes series. I think the first hero that we featured was actually Lucianne's father, our boss. Yeah. And then... Well, Lucianne's our boss, not her father. Yeah, Lucianne's our <laughs> boss, not her father. And then your grandfather. Yeah. <sighs> There's been a couple other ones. There have, there have been a few. There have been a um, few. I know Mr. Norval was in the Heroes series. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all I think people can really get behind people. Yeah. That's what I think... I mean, I'm biased. My granddad's hero story was my favorite because oh, yeah, I mean, that, that dude was indestructible. Uh, amount of stories he had about getting hurt or severely injured or should have died and he walked away unscathed. He was in a plane crash and got third degree burns all over his body and he didn't have a single scar when he got wow. taken out of his bandages. Like, I'm still surprised. I, I, I think he's faking his death. <laughs> I don't think he's actually dead. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Scott. That's terrible to say. Lord. Oh my gosh. I have to say my favorite in the Hero series was Mr. Norval. It got a good reaction around here. Yeah. It was that was a good one. Well, I mean, we're we're right outside of Memphis. People are yeah. big Elvis fans and he was BFFs with Elvis. So. Yeah. 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 Um it helps so, that he lives in this area. So yeah. like I'm talking to people who kind of know him more in this area than I am outside of this area yeah. who don't know him. So, so with social media, there's something I'm not going to say what it is just in case we don't do it, but I think we're planning on doing it in social media is a uh, something I'm trying in 
my personal life with my own social media in, in order for products to be more accessible to you guys through Instagram. Uh, I think we're going to give it a try, but I'm really excited to see if it actually works, if we can get approved for it. Hmm. Um, cause it'll, it'll expand our reach and the accessibility and the ability for people to subscribe to the magazine easier and mm-hmm. more quickly. Yeah. Um, we're actually trying uh, a couple of different things to get the magazine out to more people so we can get more subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the process of working with um, Tennessee state government on a thing that might or might not pan out. We just, I got to contact some people. Um, I'm excited though. I think it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on that hopefully will pan out, pan out and expand. And I, I mean, Obviously, subscriptions are our end goal. That's how we pay for the magazine. I mean, along with ads. Um, but but really, we just want to get it out. We want people to see it. We've started right. expanding our reach even further. So we just want people to see it. We want people to know what is in Tennessee. Um, there's a man out here locally that comes by every now and then sees us. And him and his wife go on the weekends to the restaurants and mm-hmm. parks and stuff that we cover. Um and we, just, we want everyone else to experience that. He's like, I've lived here for years and I didn't know any of this stuff existed. And I was the same way. I grew up here and I thought I knew where I lived. I do not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to think of West Tennessee the same way. Like even after like the magazine, if mm-hmm. I ever get to the point where there is an after the magazine, I hope not. But um, I'm never, ever going to think of West Tennessee the same way. Yeah. And that's, like, like I said, I grew up here, and my dad was an appraiser, so now I would go with him on jobs, and we'd go to the middle of nowhere. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, wherever we are. And I was like, oh, I, I know where I am. I know the backwards, you know. I, I have no idea. And that's what, um, something that really opened my eyes is, driving through small towns i never would have thought to stop because i didn't think there was anything there but right. there's so much there um and i learned a little bit about that on one of my old jobs i had uh painting floors um we would drive all over the place and my boss at the time he loved to stop in small places and so that gave me a taste of what are actually in small towns mm-hmm. but even still if i was on my own i wouldn't stop i wouldn't i was like i don't want to stop i want to go to a place that i know is clean and yeah like a chain but i don't like I, I don't want to go to chain restaurants yeah that's that's i kind of have that problem too because on friday i was delivering and i was like man what's what's out here because I, I don't i'm never out here this is the first time i've been in this area by myself like what's out here so i was gonna stop at one of our burger tour places but they were carry out only and I didn't want to eat in my car. Mm. So, but it was, and so that's difficult because I don't want to go to any of these chains. I'd rather not go to McDonald's. Yeah. I'd rather go to somewhere on the burger that's tour. What, I was so excited because I was delivering out in Whiteful area and I wanted to go to Backerman's and I, <laughs> I walked in and it, I mean, they were packed and that was mm-hmm. great for them, but it was a little oh, yeah. outside my comfort zone for pandemic wise of going in and eating. So I wound up I wound up not eating there, but uh, I kind of wish I had. I love their food. It's so good. I love their, their food. Their sandwiches are delicious. Their sandwiches are so good. I got a grilled cheese the last time, and 
uh, noodle salad. So good. So good. That's one of my favorite places to go that we've done a story on, actually. Like, if I get the option of choosing where I deliver, I always choose to deliver there. I really liked um, The Outpost. I'm actually trying to get some friends together so we can go out and rent a cabin and rent some boats and then spend the day on Pickwick and Mm -hmm. go to Outpost. I'm ready to go back to The Outpost. It's good food. Oh, such good food. I get the chicken fries. Oh, smoked chicken. It's like nachos, but with French fries instead of chips. So good. So good. Uh, One more thing that we want to talk about uh, reaction-wise in the magazine, um, the ads. So, Scott, can you tell us a little bit about the ad process? So, when... I can only tell you about when, when I get the ad. I know Lucianne goes out and she sells ads. She's amazing at it. But she comes back and she brings them to me. And then sometimes I will have... I mean, sometimes I get a completed ad from the person, which is great. Um, but most of the time, it's I have an ad size. I have the person's information. And then I either have to go take photos or I have to create something on my own. Um, and so my goal with them... I'm a very less is more designer (laughs) and that's not necessarily what some people want the way people in this area like their ads and that's totally fine. Um, So I try and meet in the middle and show as much about what they do in their store or the service they provide uh, in as a pleasing way to look at as possible. So I make their ad, send it to them. They either approve it or have changes, send it back. And, you know, hopefully it's just one time, but usually it's, you know, two or three emails back and forth where we get it approved. Um, and then Lucianne does layout and she puts it in the spot she thinks works best. Um, and, and, and yeah, we've had so many people come to us with, I've had, you know, 10 people this week come to me because of the ad in the magazine and, Actually, just Lucianne this morning was telling us that somebody had like 10 or 11 new customers because of her ad in the magazine. Um, Another person that ha- normally does an ad in the magazine is Outside the Box, and they're in Ripley? Yes. Okay. Um, They've been advertising with us since the beginning and just started off with like an eighth of a page. Mm-hmm. And um, their business has actually doubled what it yeah, was she's actually for... going to she's, she's got a full page ad she's yeah thank you very much you've you've <laughs> you supported us for a long time yeah right? yeah we're it's it's grateful. really great it's really great and we're, we're so happy to hear stories like that of you know even stories do it we yeah we've covered restaurants that have shown like printed out maps from people that have gone to their website mm-hmm. or come in and they, they've got people from alaska looking at them or california or whatever yep yep um well, that one in particular is um, Kissels and mm-hmm. Ripley. Yeah. They had traffic from all over the United States within a month of their story coming out in the magazine. It's absolutely crazy. So that's one thing that we're really proud about. A more recent one um, that we've done that's had that kind of traffic is Urban House Coffee in, I always get this wrong, Henderson? I can never remember where it is. I always tell people it's south of Jackson. But yeah, yeah, south that's... of Jackson. Between, um, it's Jackson, Pinson, Henderson. Henderson's right. It's in Henderson. Yeah, it's Henderson. And 
Robin is just thrilled that we came out to do that story. And they have such good coffee. Like, oh my gosh, I am... <laughs> I'm so glad I got to do that interview. It was I love, great. I love Robin. It was so funny. She was, I'm going to tell her a little bit. When we got there, she was, she was very protective. And that's, <laughs> that's, you have an image you need to uphold. We want to uphold that image for you. Um, but she's like, you know, take pictures of whatever you want. I want to see them. She's like, if you get behind my counter, we're going to fight. Um, <laughs> she said that. I was like, did. oh it Lord. Was so, I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to behind your counter. And then what, 20 minutes later, I was behind the counter making coffee with her. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was it was such a fun interview and it was it was good food. Yeah, we we bonded over art. She, yep. She's an artist out of from Memphis that moved to Henderson to start the coffee mm-hmm. shop. And mm-hmm. well, she her husband moved out to Henderson. Well, yeah. So their whole family moved out to Henderson, and it was after the move that they started the coffee shop. And it's just she's a great artist too. She's really yeah, turned that building into like. A house. I mean, Urban House Coffee. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I would I, recommend it. Hopefully, it's still happening. Um, oh yeah. They have a Dickens Festival in. I think I'm, I think it's December. I, I assume it's December. End of November, beginning of December. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not sure if it's still going to happen. Hopefully, it is. Um, Covington has one too. Just throwing that out. A lot, a lot of people do. We we have, that's festivals we're yeah. doing. There's so many that have been canceled or re scheduled Re- for next year or just redone Virtual. completely yeah um so I, I i know y'all have a list i don't know what we're doing this year but um, uh, festivals is gonna be interesting usually it's just every weekend we have something to do or spread as thin as we possibly can and i think this year is gonna be a little different a little different a little different and that's good different is good you know we want to make sure that we're getting magazines out to the people that are having festivals, because we hand out free magazines at each and every festival that we are able to attend. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited because this year we have merch. And so we're going to be giving out um, really stuff. cool stuff that I'm not going to name. We got stuff with our name You got to come see us. <laughs> let us. And y'all let us know like on our social media, call us. Whatever, if you guys are listening to the podcast, we'd love to know. Yeah, we um, need to look at the analytics, see who's not listening to us. <laughs> let me tell you, I can't access the analytics, so what? I have no clue if anybody's listening thing? to us. Yeah, I think so. There's, yeah. I, I can't look at it. I we'll don't it know out. why. It's probably just us talking to ourselves. That's fine, too, because I, mean, I listen to these. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I I do because I edit it, but after that, no. I listen to it on Apple Podcasts just to see if, like... It works. Well, yeah, if there's any mess-ups, if we need to re-upload, if I talk too much, which I've been talking too much, so... I want to talk about that next week, why we do the podcast. Okay. Write that down. That'll be a topic. Oh, write that down, secretary. Yeah, do it. Um, Shut up, you heifer. (laughs) So, what, what... What'd you do this weekend? Um, I, I got a hammock last week. Okay. Well, last weekend I got a hammock stand, right? On sale. And (laughs) shut up. And we got it home, put together. It was looking in the box and there's no hammock in it. And I'm like, yeah, you just bought a hammock stand. I didn't know that. I missed three small words on the front of the box that said hammock not included. So I was super disappointed that there was not a hammock. So I ordered... Hold on. on. What what was on the box? Did it just say hammock stand? 
I just said hammocks. I don't know. I threw the box away the day I got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, you bought a hammock stand with no hammock. Yeah, so I ordered a hammock off of Amazon. Bright cherry yellow, made of cloth, had um, woven whatever uh, ropes. Okay. Get it. Put it on the hammock stand. There's no way to adjust it. I hit my butt on the pole. <laughs> on the bottom cross pole. And it was like, ow. So hammock was too long. Have to return it. I had Lucianne take it to our good friends at the Savannah UPS store who um, check out their ad in every issue of Cyprus. And um, so I'm getting the refund. And I go to the local place where I bought the hammock stand and search through um, this whole bin full of like hammocks and um, sleeping bags and hammock pillows and all kinds of other bull crap. And um, I find one that's like about the same price as the one I bought off Amazon. And I take it home, still too long, but this one I'm able to adjust. So I hung out in my hammock all weekend. It was very nice. I want a hammock. You do. Yes. I do. I've wanted one, but I just, I mean, they're not overly expensive, but no. I just don't want to spend the money on, I don't know. I don't like spending money on leisurely things. Like yeah. that makes sense. I want it to be something I'll use or something I think that I'll use. Mm -hmm. Like I've bought plenty of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to use the crap out of this. And I used it once and like my drone, I bought my drone. Like I'm going to use this every day. It's sitting on my on my desk at home, <laughs> mostly because it's just so difficult to find a place you're allowed to fly it. But I don't know. I just I have definitely gotten my money's worth. Um, I'm having to share it with my roommate Tony, so I'm trying to make sure she's getting her money's worth out of my hammock too, because <laughs> it's like it's so. So she's lounging around. You just tell her to get her butt out in the hammock. No, I tell her go get her butt in the hammock. Because she'll lounge out on our chair and a, chair and a half because we don't have a couch. We just have like a love seat thing. Yeah. So, it's still a couch. It's just a yeah. small couch. Yeah. We still have to buy curtains, a couch. She's buying I a couch. Love seats. Yeah. My grandparents used to have one and it was the most, like, why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So we I haven't bought to... kitchen chairs yet either. Do you have a table? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was $10. I couldn't not get the table. Yeah, order some chairs. Yeah, that's going to be after this paycheck. Go, there's a place on the square. That, oh, what that, a deal. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I, all my furniture, well, all of it, most of my furniture is from them because it's a really good deal. Yeah. Um, I had to chase a lizard out of the house this week. <laughs> Actually, I didn't chase it out of the house. I wound up just killing it because, um, I don't know, probably two weeks ago, there was a small little skink. Which also, if you, if you try and Google anything about a skink on Google, it assumes you mean skunk and autocorrects it. Oh, no. Super annoying. Anyways, one in the house like two weeks ago and freaked my wife out. So I caught it and let it back outside. And then I'm assuming it was the same one because I'm going to assume that because if there's more than one, that means there's a nest somewhere and I don't want to deal with that. So it was in the house and my wife saw it like, 10 o'clock at night and I was up to probably two 30 trying to trap it and catch it, take it outside. And I was just about to give up and we were going to sleep in the other room. Cause my wife didn't want to go into our bedroom with a lizard and whatever. So I was getting the pillows. I was shaking the pillowcases out just to make sure it wasn't in there. And 
when I was leaving the room, I felt something not on me, oh, just like looking no. at me. I could feel like uh -uh. A, a presence. And so I stopped in the door frame and I turned and looked exactly where it was. Like my brain was like, there's a lizard right here. So I turned and looked and it was right in front of our bathroom door. Horrendous. So I put the pillows back on the bed and I had a, a stick from the garage, a piece of walnut. And I just went over, it was like a mob hit. I Aww. smashed it over the head. And then I don't poor know, baby. I don't know what compelled me to do it, but I like mob style threw the stick on the ground and like walked away. And like, I felt real bad because it wasn't a slow death. I don't, I am not an advocate for killing things, but your wife, I gave however. it, I gave it a, I gave it a chance and uh, it didn't listen. So I had to teach it a lesson. So I did. I felt like a mobster for that lizard. Um, Somebody get PETA over here. <laughs> I did. I felt really bad the rest of the night about about killing it because it, it was really sad. But uh, but now the lizard's gone. If I have another one, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think, anyways, I think that's about it. We talked yeah. about everything we wanted to. That's a good timing too. We're about 25 minutes. So. Great. Okay. Cool. All right. So. That's it for this week. We will see you next week with why on earth do we do this podcast? Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was about to type it out. I was like, uh. Yeah, it's going to be why do we do this? <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, bye. Right, bye. Bye.